0: From the sunny west side of Chicago, a so-so radio host, not much of a journalist, and this cat is not nobody's friend. This is Chiwetel Codero on the CC Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is your man, CC, and today I'm reflecting on an interview that I did with the infamous Fred Trump. This was a man who was highly intelligent and sported an ego more impotent than the ever-expanding universe. Now how do you beat a man who is smart, who is powerful, and who loves himself so much? Well, what I did was I fed his ego. Now call me crazy, but by feeding his ego, I believe I could get the truth out without needing to pry so much. And when you know, he let it out all by himself. So listen to my 1966 interview with Mr. Frederick Christ Trump. Jesus. Hello, thank you for tuning into the show. I am here today with a very special guest who would rather remain anonymous for this interview, so we will refer to him as John Doe. Welcome to the show, Mr. John Doe.
1: Thank you for having me. I feel excited to be here. Really?
0: Well, now that you're excited, I'm going to get excited with you. So we can be honest and frank about everything and anything. This interview is amongst friends, you would say, right, Mister John Doe? Sure, sure. I really like
1: that. Thank you for making me really comfortable in this interview already. You're <laughs> like I'm at home.
0: I'm glad you are especially feeling at home. So I have just a few questions for you, but don't think of them as questions. Think of them as just two friends shooting the breeze.
1: Good. Make it a friendly conversation, like I'm important.
0: Oh, of course, Mister John Doe. <laughs> Hopefully this first one is a good one to start off with. In 1927, the Ku Klux Klan marched in the Queensborough of New York City. They were ordered to disperse for disturbing the peace, and a riot broke out. One of the persons arrested was yourself. What were you doing that led to your arrest? Now, I- I'm only asking you so you can clarify and justify your actions on that day. That's
1: fine. That's fine. I have a perfectly logical explanation for that day.
0: I'm but sure you do, sir.
1: In the 1920s, Clothes lines were very popular between the buildings. My neighbor informs me that uh, they were looting on our block, so I was making my way towards the front of the building, and as I was doing so, one of the sheets got loose from uh, from one of the lines, covering my whole body.
0: Oh, wow. Well, it wasn't a white sheet, was
1: it? Uh, why, yes, it was. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand what I was going through, oh,
0: huh? Yes, yes, I do. Very unfortunate. Uh,
1: uh, proceed. Still moving forward. As I was making my way to the front of the building. How
0: how could you have seen through the sheet, sir? I
1: had holes in it so I could see where I was going.
0: Holes. As in more than one hole?
1: Holes is plural.
0: I need two to see, see, see. (laughs) CCC. Very good point. Sorry about that slight reveal of ignorance on my end. So you described a pointed white sheet that had holes in it for you to see as you were running along to the front of the building. Is that accurate, sir?
1: Very accurate. Do you find anything wrong with that description I just gave you?
0: None whatsoever, Mr. John Doe. (laughs) Please continue with your accounts on that dreadful day.
1: Right. The police shows up to arrest the Klansmen and saw me in the middle of the street with them, fighting with them. I mean, uh, uh, fighting fighting them. They confused me and took me in with them as well. Oh, no. Not you. Uh, Unfortunately, me as well.
0: well. That is a very detailed account about that incident. Uh, Is it safe to say that information of that day is exactly what happened to you?
1: Yes, Mr. C.C. It is my story, and I am sticking to it.
0: That was an amazing answer. Very, very impressed, Mr. John Doe.
1: Thank you, thank you. Love the applause. You're making me feel larger than life.
0: Uh, Good. Well, here is more of that.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. You're getting kind of close to my face. That's enough. That's enough.
0: Sure, 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 sure. Excuse my excitement. Let's move on to the next question, shall we? Sure, sure. I want to bring up an example of one of your many exploits. Uh, In 1939, you had a yacht you called Mr. John Doe Showboat, which would play the Star Spangled Banner, God Bless America, over and over and over again. Was that just you being patriotic?
1: Yes, of course. Very patriotic for Uh, queen and country. uh, I mean, the world's greatest show on earth. United States, God
0: bless it. Ah uh, uh, yes, I would dare say one of the finest patriots this country has the privilege to lay its eyes on,
1: sir. <laughs> well thank you for those ego lifting words of encouragement. Uh,
0: uh, with this yacht, not only would you play the music, you also floated balloons to the beach attendees. Inside the balloons, they carried anywhere between 25 to $200. So this was just fun, right?
1: Yes, whole lot of fun. It was a fun game I played with the beach crowds and goers.
0: Oh, a game. Game indeed. Based on this example, what do you consider yourself best at? Building? Salesmanship? Or self promotion?
1: Ah, <laughs> I think all of the above. All of the above?
0: Astonishing. You're good at everything, I see.
1: Yes, my newfound friend.
0: So you're good at even things you've never done before?
1: Very positive, very intuitive. <laughs>
0: I am amazed more so than even watching the great Houdini escaping death-defying traps
1: yes very which makes me really good at figuring things out before they happen oh this is
0: just unbelievable i am in complete disbelief at what i just heard that is simply amazing i literally cannot believe what i am hearing right now (laughs) my last question of this interview i will make it simple but good okay
1: That's fine with me. Just make it better than the last one. Oh, I
0: I sure will. Don't you worry about that, Mr. John Doe. Now, despite you being good at everything, as you boldly claim, why do you refuse to rent to minorities, mainly African-Americans?
1: I do not rent to them because they love to party. They love to leave the chicken grease all over the stove, not cleaning it, destroying my appliances, having the nerve to demand a new one. I would tell them that if they cleaned their stove up, I wouldn't have to give them a new one, turning the uh, conversation into an argument. All this costing me money on appliances, exterminations, bringing down the property value.
0: Wow, I see.
1: I can go on and on about this, and it would take a lifetime to do so, which we, no one has the time, right?
0: Well, I suppose we don't, sir, but you're only putting complaints on African-Americans. What about folk icon Woody Guthrie? I mean, he's a white man.
1: Yeah, what about him?
0: He was a former tenant of yours, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. And he penned lyrics accusing you of stirring up racial hate in the blood pod of the human hearts. What do you have to say about that?
1: He would say stupidity like that because he was entertaining them with his silly music and his guitar. All those savages wanted to do was live it up for free at somebody else's expense. I was not okay with that. Not my money.
0: Very bold and courageous to say, Mr. John Doe. No.
1: It made me sick. So sick, I took the black out of the crayon box at my home.
0: Really? The color black no longer exists to you?
1: Gone. Out of there.
0: So your your children, for example, will not- They ever... have never seen it. Never seen it? So they don't see color?
1: No. They can't see it. Oh, they can see all the colors, just they're black.
0: Well, don't you think you're going a little too far, sir?
1: Being blind to the blackness of color is better. That- is
0: amazing, just riveting. It is important for our listeners to
1: know. Thank you, thank you. You're, uh, you're getting kind of close to my face again. You want to back up a little, Cece?
0: <laughs> of course. This is just me showing you high regards and respect, sir. Mm. It is a tradition expressed to the great oh, wow. people of great importance in cultures all around the world.
1: Really? I did not know that. What country would that be in? Oh,
0: in a small, minute country known as Jalapi.
1: Jalapi, wow, good to know. I see you learning something new every day, huh? Oh,
0: yes, we do, my friend. Yes, we do. I am
1: glad we did this interview without holding back.
0: I'm so glad we did, too. Ha, 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 Thank you for being here and doing this exclusive on the Chuatel Cordero Show, Mr. John Doe.
1: The pleasure is all mine. Thank you for inviting me to your show.
0: Well, my fellow Americans tuning in, you heard it straight from the horse's mouth, exclusively here first with my special guest, John Doe. Thank you for listening, and good night. Well, I'm turning off the mics and the recording.
1: Uh, was that good enough? You, that's all you need from me, right?
0: Yes, that is. But I was wondering if we could just talk amongst ourselves. It Just like two normal gentlemen having a regular conversation about life and America.
1: Sure, I would love that, CC. Love the patriotism in you right now. Well,
0: it makes me feel good to hear the things you say about the things you've done.
1: Yes, yes, for queen and country. I mean united peninsula i mean america something like that
0: yes um are you (laughs) this would be fascinating if it were to be true are you a member of the ku klux klan
1: (sighs) i was not a member but being a participant of their many activities i made really good friends that i still know to this day i understood their views and values which i was interested in and believing
0: that's a very intriguing fact to know mr john doe i'm very fascinated fascinating indeed well, very good to know that you actively participated in that KKK riot in 1927.
1: Not only did I participate but I also rallied up more Caucasians for the cause. I am
0: amazed at the extent of your dedication to this organization, even without being a member.
1: You don't have to be a member. The less you seem involved, the better you are.
0: Oh, brilliant, brilliant. This is why the white pointed sheet was so important, showing white supremacy without revealing
1: your face. That incident made me legendary, more. Among-
0: Legendary, huh? <laughs> Legendary East Pay of Hitsay. What did you say? Nothing. Nothing at all, sir. Nothing at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is the next chapter in your marvelous journey in life?
1: For me personally, nothing. I am going to allow my son Donald to continue my legacy.
0: Very interesting. Do you think little Donald will ever fit your shoes?
1: He will be twice the man
0: I am now. Sounds like you'll be a huge individual. Uh... Given that you're like five foot six.
1: Yeah, I g- Yeah, I guess.
0: I can't wait for another one of you. The future looks very promising with this huge individual. Well, Mr. John Doe, thank you again for your time and your words of wisdom and your futuristic powers. Have a wonderful evening, sir.
1: Yeah, yeah, bye.
0: Unfortunately, my saga with Fred Trump does not end here. More to come soon, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned.